Football, comedy and current affairs podcast, apparently in a talk show style. Obviously, everyone listening will know what happened with Football Index and the unsavoury way that that chapter finished. But we had so many people reach out about the Ficast Extra slash Pandacast, which is annoyingly known as to some of you as and... A lot of them were really, really touching. A lot of people messaged us saying that this became part of their weekly routine. It helped them cope with lockdown. It helped them cope with um, mental struggles and and societal struggles. Honestly, it was uh, really overwhelming, some of the comments we got. So we decided that we might as well carry on in some vein. As always, I'm joined by Panda. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm all right. Yeah. As you know, I was very reluctant to um, to do this, especially after the, the, the football index fallout. But you're right. There's so many DMs and a little bit of twisting, you know, twisting of my arm. <laughs> and <laughs> here we are. And I've vowed that as long as I have five listeners or five, you know, members of, of the Panda Army in the background, <laughs> then I'll, I'll keep recording and guiding them through through uh, through life through life i guess yeah although, although as i say that it flashes in front of me not guiding them down the football index well, no no we'll, no, we'll, no more no more no no although it's uh like on a, on a there's no positive there but by the way jason devaney here did you see what come through to us about five minutes no ago? i did not go on so he's a yorkshire lad living down south and i'm not sure exactly what that means if it's a euphemism or not but anyway he's beard and and smartish hat here but he's got a reply from boris has he actually uh yeah 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 um so fi action it's been heard and oh yes 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 dear mr devaney yeah thank you for taking the time to contact me about the collapse of football index and it goes on one two three four five six chapters thank you again for taking the time to contact me yours sincerely uh boris johnson so there you go six chapters six paragraphs so look that's positive and some of the responses we've got from mps has been yeah it's been really good so when I say we, I mean the community. Yeah. I th- so that's probably a good good starting point, isn't it? Just to remind people to just click on the uh, the link. You probably put a link to it up, won't you? And just fire off those letters to to MPs. Yeah, get right into your MPs. Look, Boris, Mog. I'm still waiting for a response from Jazza Corbyn, to be fair. Yep. Still yeah, waiting yeah. for one. He's still if you're listening, Jeremy, come on. Yeah, he could be, to be fair. <laughs> That be. would be weird. Um, yeah, no, cleanupgambling.com forward slash FI. Yep. If you still haven't written to your local MP about Football Index and what happened to you, make it as personal as little detail as you want, but the form basically does it for you. It takes about two minutes. So please do go and do that. Join about, I think, 1,500 people by now, really, um, in, in in doing so. But look, let's. Uh, I don't really know what we're going to do with this, but how, how's how's your week been? Week's been okay. Um, we, we, I'm trying to think. This has been a very quiet week. I've been enjoying the Euros. Um, in terms of the Euros, I've not enjoyed the format, to be honest with you. I don't really like the way it's spread across Europe. Uh, maybe that's... Too many home games. To say that. Too many home games. Just, yeah, like massive advantage. Not that Spain could take advantage of it against Sweden. But, you know, that that is a big edge playing in that type of heat and temperature at home. So I would have preferred it all in one location. And I also like to get to know about the country. Um, like this week, I've been studying Somalia randomly. Um, really, and I know that you know one of, yeah, my, you know one one of my best Euros, friends but... is from Somalia. Is he yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, we grew up like you... f- literally two minutes from each other. I've known him for going on fifteen years, unfortunately. Now, ah, so there's lots of there's lots of great things about Somalia. Um, but I've been reading about the maritime uh, piracy, uh, piracy acts, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. which through the Gulf of Adan. I don't know if you know that Gulf of. I, I don't. I, I, probably. I, I, don't, I tell you what. <laughs> I do not know that Gulf of Wars. You know, there'll be a lot of people out there nodding along and actually not like, turning up at this point because the Gulf <laughs> turning, of the, turning it up <laughs> because the Gulf of Adan. I, I just imagine, I just imagine people in their like, kitchens being like, "Honey, psh, yeah, the, no, Gulf, honestly, the Gulf, <laughs> I can imagine, about the Gulf." <laughs> listen, listen to me. <laughs> listen, this is June. Popcorn is it's, it's selling at its highest rate at the moment in the UK. And I bet you if people are making popcorn and all the popping's going off, they'll be taking it off the stove. Because the Gulf of Adan, 
I've, you won't believe how many people have spoke to me about this. But anyway, it's a really exciting, I say exciting, dangerous is the word, strip of water. And it, it's not humorous, actually, at all. But that's it's north of Somalia. Right. 18,000 ships go through it 18, every year. 18,000? Yep, yep. So, and to take a step back and zoom out, 80% of global trade, right, Fig, is carried by sea. So you can imagine. So... Look, you've got motivation, you've got opportunity, and the Somalian pirates rationalise it to themselves. So there is a little stretch of water where all these ships go through, and therefore it's high danger zone for, for pirates. And pirates not only work there, they'll go right the way across the Indian Ocean, and they've actually been spotted to the west of India. But I think this journal I've got, I found it at a local um, antique store, and it's actually a little bit old. So I've been researching if this still happens to this day. It's just, it's just it's random, so it's, weird. It's, it's re- <laughs> Do you know what? It's really dangerous, though, because in 2008, uh, Galkayo Airport, right? It's in north central Somalia. <laughs> what an airport this is. It's not like tourist friendly. But anyway, a plane from the UN arrived with two negotiators and they went to collect 11 sailors from Malaysia. Um, and sadly, five never made it. They were tortured to oh death. But 11 got rescued and taken home. But this is massive business, uh, pirates at sea. Have you? Do you know anything about? Do it? I know anything about pirates? I, I, yeah. Have you met any? Have you spoken to? I've any? never met any pirates. I don't know anything about piracy at all. To be honest with you, it's, can you I, name the famous? Gone, gone, oh, yeah. gone. Can, can you name the famous film that was based around this topic? What as in Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> oh no, you're talking about. Um, oh, you're talking about the actual Somali pirates, not pirates in general. <laughs> No, I'm, ta- I'm talking about real. Li- not. Are you talking about the right? Are you talking about the film where the guy goes? Okay. I'm the look I'm at the me. I'm the captain now. You're talking yes. about that film, okay? Yeah, of course. Yes. I've watched that. You know, okay. That was Captain. Yeah, Phillips. Captain Phillips. And I think that was made in the height of pir- it was. Like piracy. That was that was made piracy. in like when Somali piracy was at its its you know height. Finest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> finest. No, but that's, but the thing is. Um, there's a lot of defence now. So they carried armed guards, there's naval forces, um, there's water jets and cannons, there's mounted guns. So I think it's not impossible now to, to, to be a pirate, but I don't know if their tactics have evolved. But also, obviously, oil rigs and stuff are at sea, so you can attack those. Mm. But, you know, what it, remind, it did remind me a little bit of Adam Cole, because when I was reading <laughs> about the, the fraud triangle, because I've been trying to study if Football Index, the scandal was fraud. As I said to you, there's three... Uh, think of a triangle, three corners yeah. or vertices, right? One is motivation or pressure. So that's like personal financial pressure, addiction, greed. So that's what maybe drives it. Uh, top of the triangle is opportunity. So that's a, a lack or uh, lack or end around. That doesn't make sense, does it? But a lack of internal controls, senior management not watching. Yeah. So there's an opportunity there. And I think there probably was an opportunity because of, um, you know, allegedly fraud. I'm not going to say that, but we don't know what the gambling commission, whether they whether they missed something, the auditors. And then rationalisation, you know, I haven't received a raise. It's only a loan, I'll pay it back. You know, directors are often at these companies rationalise it to themselves. And I think deep down sometimes, I think they're so deluded there, they probably thought to themselves at FI, look, we're trying to create a new concept, a world-leading product. You know, we can't, I don't think maybe they even realised what they were doing, siphoning off our money and um, not keeping it back to pay bets. Unbelievable. Maybe some of them, be very maybe some of them have this... become pirates. Well, that's the link today, isn't it? Between maritime piracy and football index. And I, I, am, I am fascinated so, to see where the story ends, to be honest, because a lot of people have reached out to me about doing a documentary and look, I've never made a documentary yeah. before. Maybe I'm making a couple audio documentaries at the moment, which are cool. But that's something I'll, I'll, I'll definitely want to do at some point. What did you just say? You're making audio documentaries? I'm making audio documentaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been commissioned what to about? do uh, one about NFTs and then oh. one about crypto media. So, um, it's quite interesting to be fair. Enjoying it. Got to listen you know to what a lot of shit, but yeah. Yeah. We could have, we should have an episode on crypto one day. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun. Let's talk about it. Bring an expert. In yeah. 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 Definitely do me. that. Alongside, <laughs> alongside you. <laughs> I could ask all the people's so, questions. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I'm just trying to think what else I spoke to a butcher this week. <laughs> um, really slow time of year for butchers, by the way. Really? What were you buying? Interesting. Interest. Oh, I was buying some burgers, uh, but the trouble is they came out as like pork burgers, which is pointless. Pork burgers? You know, I, yeah, so I went down and asked for eight burgers, 
And, and when I got back, you'd in, think it's you know, classic. Yeah, I didn't beef, spe- right? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't specify. I thought uh, beef burger was the common. But they. But were, that's, oh, that's a bit cheeky, isn't it? Because like, oh, I'm, I was fuming. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, let it all out. The thing is, we, that is we were we were talking about why he said it's such a slow time of year at the moment for butchers. And I said, why is that then? He said, well, it takes so much money for farmers to keep livestock alive over the winter, you know, in terms of food that they generally, you know, cull a lot of them and just keep um, the breeding stock. Um, So that's why spring lamb breeding season is going on at the moment, calving. So it's very busy for farmers, but there's just that down period for butchers at the moment. Now, if there's a butcher listening and he pulls me up on this, I've taken this from another butcher. So if I'm wrong, you know, I'll need to hear about it. But apparently they're all just, on holiday, jetting around the world, very easy. It's this period, but things will pick up. But anyway, as I was having this discussion with him, he gave me eight. You know, I don't even know if they're pork burgers. They're very strange. They're like, mate, they're sort of pink and um, very chewy. Um, just disgusting. So there you go. So that that was also something. That it's unbelievable, really. Have you have yeah, you shocking. have you gone back to him to to give him? Not yet. No, it's only about five days ago. Okay, so, so you're letting you're letting your head cool off. You want to go there with a yeah. Well, he, I think he's probably on, va- yeah, probably on vacation. He only seems to work Saturdays. Just it's all he needs. Oh, they they, they charge a fortune. That. These guys. Yes, yeah, unbelievable, yeah. isn't it? Unbelievable. Yep. So oh. that's about it, really. And then I've also got quick a quick quick challenge for oh, you here. God, a mental God, arithmetic no. one. This is the last one. Then we must get on. Oh, um, so three guys. This would be a good one for you to see how sharp you are on this Thursday. You may have heard it before. Three men. Oh, is that is that the three men, women? I don't know. I don't want to be on PC here. So let's just say three people. Right. Well, let's just say three men, right? Because right, it doesn't matter. Three men go out and they uh, there's they get a bill for thirty quid. So they they pay for a meal. I really enjoy it. Thirty pounds it costs. So they all put a tenner in it. No, together. How can the bill how, comes? How could they ever enjoy the meal that much if it only cost them a tenner each? Um, because the main was six or seven quid, oh, and, like a couple of drinks, yeah. and they weren't having dessert or starter. So, a main and a couple of drinks for ten quid. I want to go to this place. Yeah, it's really <laughs> affordable. It's a great, it's a great venue. So, so thirty pounds. I'll put the details at the end of the, end of the show. Thirty pounds. The bill comes yep. right, and they all put in ten pounds each. Yep. Okay, ten to ten thirty. So the waiter brings back five pounds. Um. Hang on. Three, it's £25, the bill. Okay, it's 25 Should we start again? Do you want to start again? Start again, right. right? Leave that in because that... Right, 30... Hang on a minute here. Three... Three, three guys... I'm trying to work out what's going on here. I can't... I don't actually know the question. Oh, fuck. I'll tell you what, I'll... I'll play it for you, oh shall I? <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> no, no, oh my designed. god! Right, what a terrible me... pilot show! <laughs> oh my word! Fucking hell! Absolutely awful. Let me play you what someone sent me, and let's. Let, I've just got to play the opening. Hang on a second. Okay, somebody explain this to me because I just. Don't get it. Three guys go out to a restaurant and they, uh, they they split the bill. So they all throw £10 into the pots to pay for their food, which is a total of £30. But the meal only comes to £25. Right. Okay, I'm going to carry on myself. Now. Okay, all right. You've got, you've got yourself back on track. Oh, God, crying. So 25 <laughs> There's going to be never any sponsorship for this. There's 20 20- £25 the meal cost, right? Waiter comes back with a £5, uh, sorry, £5 coins because he's like, well, this is your chain. Doesn't know how to split it because it's very difficult to split £5 between three individuals. So he gives £1 each to the the three customers and keeps £2 for himself. One, one, one plus two equals five. So So at that point, the customers have paid £9 each, right? Nine, nine, nine because they've paid a tenner and got one back. Yeah. Okay. So that's £27. Two pounds has gone back to the waiter. So that's 29 pounds. So where the hell has the extra spare pound gone? Just you see that? It's I one see, of these... I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's literally impossible to solve. I've been working on it for a couple of days. That's why some restaurants specialise 
in this type of um, uh, sorcery. Right. They'll charge you 25 because they know they're going to pocket a spare pound. Wow. Oh. If you've got any mathematicians out there <laughs> yeah. who have been viciously scribbling on their notepads trying to work this out and you work it out, tweet us. Yeah. Because that yeah. has really stumped me. And look, I'm not on, you don't know, do you? I don't. You don't, I, I don't and honestly, that. I'm not on good form. Um, but it's definitely right. 999 from the three customers, then two of the waiters. Yeah. 29. But they all put in 10. Yeah, yeah. So that's 30. So that's genuine. I don't think that's solvable. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> good. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, my brain's not been working. I, th- I think I just mentioned, I thought I, had, I thought I had COVID early in the week. Like, I've, I've really, really felt bad. I had um, fever, cough, all, all, all the works, basically. Test mm, negative. Mm. Um, I think it might be worse than if I actually would have would have got COVID. So I don't know. Yep, it's yep. Uh, it's not been good. My brain's not working. So you were just saying numbers, and I was like, surely that you were just losing just it, losing yeah. it. Surely that would work, but it's not. It's just not what? entering my brain properly. And I think I think that's an unsolvable problem. To be fair, I think that is unsolvable. And one other thing we'll do on a weekly basis, like this, is really just getting together to work out where we're going with this. But obviously, we'll need an anchor to it each week. Um, and we'll develop that over time and maybe even a guest or so, but, um, it's, it's a quiz. It's the, uh, the pet quiz I'd like to just offer every week. Just a few oh, quick fire questions. I've got, I've got an app here. I've Are these like popular okay. culture questions? Yeah. Very simple questions. Okay. Um, I, I'll ask you to choose a category before we start. Oh, um, food, birds or celebrities. And you can Do answer along with birds like the, the, the traditional, traditional, uh, let's go. Let's go. Celebrities, because that's okay. That's, that always makes people chuckle when I don't know who they, okay. who they are. Bruce Willis, yeah, is I known know as is a famous like. what actor? Correct. Yeah, one out of one. This is really impressive. Yeah, right. Only three questions. Who is the Apple co-founder? <sighs> oh, I should know this. I worked in tech. Um, <laughs> oh well, you've got the product guy. Right, who died? He had a film made about him, and you've got a guy who's still alive, who has face I can see. You can n- name the guy that died because they're both co-founders. Uh, Steve Jobs. Yes, but the, correct. The, the I think guy... that one was Steve. Steve Cook. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Or Tim Tim, Tim Cook. Cook. Tim Cook. Sorry, Tim Cook. I knew that sorry, wasn't yeah, right. Okay, so that's two out of two. Yep. And this is the final one. Shows just see if your general knowledge has been improving over time. Which actor starred in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Will Smith. Yeah. Come on. Those, those were hot, easy, yeah. though. Come on. <laughs> they've been proven to be fairly challenging questions. <laughs> we'll give me three so, out of three. Well done. Play. Fair play. Three out of three. Fair yeah, play. we'll move on. We'll Good. move on. We'll move on. What are we actually right. planning on doing with this show? So uh, that's oh, what I've got it, in my notes here. So we... We need to discuss it. I, yeah, I mean, look, look, it's going to be a kind of build it as you go along type thing. You know? Yeah. Like a bottomless yeah. buffet. You just keep going back for yeah. more. There's loads of areas that we can move into to anchor it to uh otherwise it will just be Football. a conversation weekly yeah, yeah, yeah so that middle chunk needs to be anchored but we've got so many areas of expertise <laughs> like food um cricket football gambling although that's a, it's a dicey time for that you know we we can choose so rare we can choose where we anchor it to mm. essentially mm. Um, um so i don't know i let the listeners decide what they want for the middle 20 minutes i think but for now it's going to be football isn't it until people do mm. do sort themselves out and give it, is, it is it is yeah um yeah and what we should be doing is going through the groups i think and initial what euro 2020 thoughts yeah let's do that um because i know i'm going to be stung by a couple questions <laughs> Yeah, I just want also, this, well, let, let, just quickly for people listening, if they've made it this far, I've recorded here six fig takes over the oh, last no, you year. Haven't. Yeah, and I just want to see if any people agree with these. Okay, I've go got on. the audio, but it probably takes no, too you long. Don't. I do. Do you want to hear the first bit of audio? Have you actually got the audio? Go on, go on, play the audio, because <laughs> I don't right, believe hang, you've hang got on, the hang audio. On. Right, I've got to obviously find it. Oh, fuck, uh, you've actually got them? Yeah. Oh, shit. The first piece of audio... Oh God! Comes from. I know you. I, I know you haven't done this, right? So I want to know okay. who's been feeding you this information. This, I I can't. Right, let's move on. And all I'm, right, all right, let's move I've on. I've got I've got a file. I've got a folder here, and it's the state of play. And you're going to recognise the clip instantly when it arrives. But I've frantically lost the location okay, point. Right. So I'll go on with the takes, and then if you debate any, I can say, "Look here." Okay. They are. Okay. So first Group one, uh, Greenwood Mason Greenwood should be on. Should be at Rochdale on loan. He's the next Ravel Morrison. I've never ever said that. <laughs> that is so complete. I've one. never ever ever oh. said that. 
So that's not on the state of play. That is not on the state of play. That is a, right, a flat okay. out lie. Whoever's fed you that Tur- information, it's, it's a fucking filthy lie. Eh? I'll tell you that for free. Turkey and the dark horse. Right, okay. And right, let, let me get this out. Let me, <laughs> let me get this out of the way early, right? Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain my thinking behind this mm. because it was quite sound. And I'm, always, I'm a firm believer in the process, not the outcome. Because a lot mm. of people talk about the outcome and they, you know, they get very hippity hippity and blah, blah, blah. Like when I was debating with an Everton fan whether or not Allen and DeCourie have been good signings or not um, today, it's almost, it almost doesn't matter whether or not they were good. They were bad signings. Just, anyway, yeah, go on, so, go on. I've, just got, I've just got a live message from someone who's listening. I don't know how they're listening. They're not listening. Says, you've, de- you've deleted a lot of your Tuchel takes. I haven't. I've, so they I've won't be on Twitter. N- I've not so deleted that's any really Twitter. Sneaky, no, no. I, I, on, you, can, you can go and see. I've just been you told. Can go and see on Twitter. You can off. go and see on Twitter on my personal account. Right. You will still see okay. tweets from me saying, I don't think it's going to work. That, that's a weird fit, which I was wrong about. Okay, carry on. So Turkey, one of the youngest squads in the Euros, they had the least minutes played per player throughout the season. They had quite a few players that had come off very good seasons, right? In um, the likes of Barak Yilmaz, Yositsi, um, a strong defence as well. Their record during qualifiers were pretty fantastic. Also thought the heat would play a part as well. A lot of these games are being played in very hot, hot climate. So I thought they'd be used to it. I was completely wrong, obviously, because they have been fucking awful. But here we are. You know? Who did they play in the qualifying that you were impressed with? Who did you think, like, actually, they're decent scouts, you know? Uh, where did that confidence come from? They played France in, in the qualifiers, didn't they? Okay, so they you were impressed unbeaten, They were unbeaten well. against France in the qualifiers, weren't they? Um, yeah. okay. Very good defensive record. Um, I've spoken to a, a couple French, uh, Turkish friends since, though, because obviously, you know, you've got to reflect on yourself and see where you've gone wrong with your, with your bet. And I only made two bets during this Euros, actually. One of them was Ronaldo as a top goal scorer. And the other was was uh, Turkey to win it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought I was like eighty to one. I was like, they're not the fourteenth worst or best team in this competition. They're probably like tenth or eleventh. So I was like, there's probably some sort of margin there. Mm. Um, I think there's this just really irritating Midlands guy on on TikTok that's doing the rounds at the moment. And <laughs> Midlands guy. Yeah, I don't mean that. he's just got an accent. Uh, that's, yeah, that's, but it just irritates me because he's so cocksure of himself. Okay, go on. But he just, he comes out with trendy takes for the sake of being trendy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, at least you did say, and I'll give you some credit here rather than completely obliterate you. You're like, I think Turkey, I'm not saying they'll win it, but their chances are more than their odds. Yeah. And obviously I- you're wrong on that. Whereas he is picking like group winners like Turkey, Finland. Oh, I know the guy so- that you're talking about. I've seen him around. He's so annoying. Oh, oh he's God. just like so patronising oh. to others, and there's there's no kind of um, there's no give in the in the take. No, there's no, no, no softness no, no. to it. It's just like this will happen. No nuance. And what he's doing is he's going outlandishly like bold with these claims. Yeah, I've seen them. It's like yeah, I think North Macedonia are going to win their group. Yeah, I've seen them. that's yeah, it. Yeah. That's it. He had Ukraine and North Mas- in North Macedonia, and he's second. from Birmingham as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the guy. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's the guy. The beard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and and that. the thing is, you know, if one of them hits off, he can then say, "Look at that," and he's remembered as like a folk jet, like a genius. Jesus yeah. Christ. I would tell you someone else on football TikTok. Have you seen Cal the Dragon? I haven't. I've not been very big on TikTok recently. Oh, he's a keeper that wants to go pro. If anyone has seen Cal the Dragon uh, or knows him and wants to reach out, because it'd be good to have him on the uh, podcast. <laughs> but I can't work out if, well, people seem to get very angry with him, but it's like a young kid trying to make his way in football mm. and like, good luck to him. You yeah. Know? He's, he looks a bit limited with his keeping skills, to be honest, but he thinks he's, you know, the pros are kind of looking mm. at him and scouting him, but people just get very angry about it. So he seems to be very split, but he's got a massive following. So he probably won't even hear this message, but that's quite, he, yeah, pr- quite he probably won't even hear this message. <laughs> well, he may do. So let's whiz down the groups quickly because obviously I've been, Oh, yeah. sorry. We're really rambling here. I need to just go quickly on. finish off these takes. Then we we'll do go the on, go. Oh, Green I've got more. Rush. Which is wrong. Cause I've never said that. Okay. But that's what you did right. say to me okay. on time. Right? Turkey to win the Euro. Yeah. 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 Conte is not a good manager. I've Four never, I have five never, years. I have never said he is not a good manager. What did you say? I have, correct. So what I've said is the titles that he's won as a manager, they have been very well set up for him to win them. So let's go through them, right? Juventus, by far, by far the best team in the division when he was there. And when he left and Allegri came in, 
He turned them into a European dynasty by going to -to back-to-back Champions Leagues. So that was one point where I said, you know, he did well to win the league, but it was expected. He didn't go above and beyond. And the guy who came in then took them to another level. So that usually says something about the the previous coach, doesn't it? He then goes to Chelsea, where he started off not very well, right? But then went back to this to this back five. But if we actually look at that team, he had Terry, he had Aspilicueta, he had was it Czech or Courtois at the time? He had Kante. Did he have Kante? No, he didn't have Kante. He had um and he had Hazard and um Diego Costa. Like he had he had a sublime team. Yeah, I think it's quite easy to just analyze. I just, and, 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 he's, he's a proven he's a proven winner. winner. But then okay, let's go. That's let's go. Really let's about. go back to Inter, right? Gets Inter, gets to buy whoever he wants. Beppe Morata says, you can have whoever you want. You want Lukaku, we'll give you Lukaku. You want Ashley fucking Young, we'll give you Ashley Young. You want X, Y... It's pressure, though, it is. to spend money well. You've got to deliver. You've got, you've got to deliver, but you, you are the favourites. He is, he is not... In winning the title with Inter, where AC Milan, with all due respect to them... Well, PSG were the favourites. They didn't win the title. Okay, but that's, that's not good, is it? Like, no, it's, exactly, it's not but good. You... But, like, if you're expected to win it by you know, a fair distance and you win it. I think that's not as strong as accomplishment as uh, what Thomas Tuchel did with Chelsea, right? In the Champions League. Which brings me on to my last point, which Champions League... Tuchel is not... Oh, go on, Champions Conte. League. Conte. How's his Champions League record fared over the last five, six years? Champ- tournament play is... Can, can you answer the question? Though? Look at would, you, would you say he's... I don't know, year by year. I, I mean, know this year by year. This, this year they came fourth. Last year they came third. And then mm. they lost in the Europa League final. And also, mm. when he was at Chelsea, lost to Arsene Wenger's Arsenal in the FA Cup final. Mm. Mm. I just, I think there's enough blemishes there to ask the question. Because I, basically, the reason... What are you, the reason, what's the question you're... So, hang so on, I, four, I, I, four so, domestic so, okay, titles hold on. and a really average Italian team he took to the semis, I think. So, what's the question? So, so my, okay. So, my question what's is, the do you think he's a top three coach in the world? Yes. I don't. I don't think okay. he is. So who who is better out of interest? I'm so I think Pep and Klopp are better. Yep. I think you've then got a group who are kind of like below them that I think Conte is probably part of, but I don't think he's. Fair. And who who would be like a couple in that group? Uh, okay, so I think you've got you've got to you've got to look at Tuchel now. There. Mm. I think you've got to. Um, I've got. I think you've got to look at. Um, you know, Diego Simeone. So I think there are th- those like level of managers, and that's just off the top of my head, that are like in, yeah, in no, the vicinity. Fine, fine. Like I, I, if I look at Diego, uh, Diego Simeone and Antonio Conte, I'm kind of like, they're either about the same or I prefer Simeone. Do you know what I mean? Like I think... Wow. No, I, I've, I've got it Pep and Klopp, and then I think Conte's there, and then there's quite a gap to the others. But I do love Simeone as well. I mean, you know, it, look, they're, they're all good. It's, it's all relative. But I find it... Yeah, Conte is overrated. I don't. I your take, but but I I, I think, to... but I think there's nuance to that. It's like I think he's very slightly overrated. I don't think he's massively overrated. Mm, you didn't use the word slight. Okay, fine. But anyway, maybe that I just did that just to you know. We'll know, let people decide like on that. Uh, Tuchel's not the right man for the job. We've been over. Yeah, that. yeah we've been um, over that. I was wrong about Ma- that. Sure. Mar- Martial over Kane. I don't. I don't, that was that. A, that was a tough one for me to swallow. <laughs> what was it about? Mar- what was it about? I don't know when I said that. Anthony Martial. But that has been, that's going to go to the grave with me. Yeah, but what do you, you said if you were a sporting director and you had a pot of money to spend, you'd buy Anthony Martial over Kane. Was it that longevity? Why is that? Was it those extra three average years? Do you know what? It was, it was, it was, it was Kane's legs that I was just looking at and I was just like, this guy's just can't run anymore. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it sounds like a PB man. Too. Yeah, it does. It does. It really does. No, that was a bad one. That's probably the worst one. Out of all of yeah, them. Okay. yeah, yeah. And then what about, okay, final there was some one. logic to the other ones. That one was just probably very emotional and very <laughs> anti-Tottenham, you know? <laughs> okay. And then a final, final one that it come up today. Um, obviously, just a chance to defend. Oh, no, this this is actually David, like, David correct. Luiz this is just is one fr- of the greatest ball-playing centre-backs of this generation. He, is. Or he literally generation. is. He literally is. I just, I just don't know how anyone can deny it. He is extremely good on the ball. He's like a... Okay. He's like... In the 99th percentile of centre-backs on the ball, right? Agree? I don't Do you know agree? what percentile he is, but Do I agree? agree he's very good on the ball. Do you agree? Because I, like I, I had people telling me that Matip and Chiellini <laughs> and Bonucci are better than David Luiz on the fucking ball. And I'm not having that. Matip! I'm, Chiellini! Okay. I don't want to, Have, did you see Chiellini the other yeah. day? He almost fell over kicking the ball. 
Like, come I tell on. You what, but, but, okay, I, t- oh. I would say that Bonucci is better on No, he's movies. not. No, he is Martin. not. Are but you crazy? I, I, oh, I didn't want to get drawn into this oh. debate. So, someone please dig oh, up Bonucci versus Luis on the board honestly, stats. Bonucci I think is nowhere. I had someone say Skriniar, and I was like, do you even watch football? Right, Milan Skriniar. Are you crazy? Yeah, so let's just, okay, let's park how good he is on the ball. But, but we minute, can't okay? because the and statement I, no, literally said ball to, playing right. centre back. Yeah, fine. So you would admit, right, ball playing centre back. Yes. Do you admit that statement, it means you've got to look at a variety of qualities. Sure. You're not the, saying but the pr- ball no, play. But the, you're saying centre back. I am, I am. But the right. predominant thing you have to look at is his ability on the ball there. But, but, but no, it's no, no, not. but it is. You've said he's one of the great ball playing centre backs of this generation. He, is. he fucking he is. can't defend. He can't defend. Yet he's won two titles at Chelsea with t- under two different coaches. I mean, O'Shea won things. But like, just hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you start every, if you're a starter, right, at centre back in a back five and a back four under two different coaches at, in two different stints at Chelsea and win the league, and also start every game in a back four in a Champions League run where granted they conceded a few goals, but he was still there and was very good, especially in the final, which he played on like one leg, by the way, and scored a penalty on that one leg. I just like, you can't be a bad centre-back to do that. It's not possible. You like, because I had, I had, I had grown men telling me he's got no defensive ability whatsoever. When your, your man, Antonio Conte loved him in a three, didn't he? Oh, in a three, I yeah, in a three, when you've got players that can protect them, I think he always has been under in, in a four under Mourinho. He played in the back in a back four. He also played in central midfield in big games. They won the league, Champions League. Roberto Di Matteo. He played in a back four with Gary Cahill. They won the Champions League. You know, won titles at PSG. You know, like I think you can't. Can I just tell you where this statement falls down for me? Go on, and you may on, disagree on, with on. me because some of the stuff you say makes some sense. But when I saw the statement, the great ball playing centre back of his I didn't say the great. I said one of no, the one best. Of them, one, one of them. Sorry. One. And of I, the I don't think that's that outlandish because I don't think okay, you can I'll, like uh, of a generation. Okay, let, let me break on, it down. Right? I'll, I'll give you out of a hundred. I'll give David Luiz's defending skills a 30. But that's, 30%. I think that's incredibly hard. You might say that's actually, okay, this, okay, okay, fine. this season, this season, that. he was the best defender in the third best defence in the Premier League. But he, wasn't it three clean sheets in 17? But that doesn't matter. He was the best, oh. he, when he played, he was the best defender. Okay, fine. So you'd say 30. So I would say his defending ability, concentration, errors, positioning. What is this fucking tackling, football manager? Jesus Christ. That's 30. His ball playing ability out of 100, I'd say, is probably 80. Very, 80. very, very high for a centre back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Out 80%, right? That gives me a total of 110. If I take someone like Bonucci, right. and this is where you can challenge me, I've got Bonucci's defending at 75. Yep. Okay. And I've got his ball playing at maybe 60. How? To be fair, as I went through it in my head, I dropped him down a <laughs> to make this. You had him at higher than 60. <laughs> You've not seen some of his passes. Oh, he was a wonderful pass. I don't think you've seen Benucci play. Oh so 75 plus 60 oh. is 135. Whereas I've got 30 plus But this, 80. okay, so this is, this was my initial point, right? When I said, when you say ball playing centre-back, the predominant factor in that is their ball playing ability. So whilst I maybe agree with the ratings, I would wait the ball playing to defending like 65, 35. You've been very careful with it. See, if I, if I had to pick a ball playing centre-back for my club, just in the quick snapshot, I'd take Bonucci over Luis. Brilliant. I I wouldn't. But you wouldn't. No, fine. So anyway, so Luis. Have you seen, have you seen Bonucci this season, by the way? How old is he now? He's, he's younger than Luis by a fair bit. But to be fair, for two years, I haven't really enjoyed Bonucci, but there was a period. No, he was fantastic for a period. Really, really good. He's 34 now, so, but there was a period. Two years before he went to Milan. I, I would say, yeah, the seven, I think he was at Juventus for seven, maybe five of those years were fantastic. Mm. And then the Milan year back to Juventus. Terrible, the the terrible, but, terrible. Yeah, anyway, so, so let's see if people agree with that then, that Luis is one of the, the great ball playing centre-backs. Fine. Okay. Cool. Okay. Last Good. take, no more. No more made up ones like the Greenwood uh, Rochdale. No, they were the takes. Greenwood should be at Rochdale. Turkey to win the Euros. Conte's not a good manager. Tuchel's not the right man for the job. Martial over Kane. Luis, best oh, ball playing centre back. You've got to put your neck on the line sometimes. Yeah, you, you do. Okay. Uh, okay. We've got to get through these Euro groups really quick. Group A. Yes. 
Italy, oh, Wales, sugar. Switzerland, Turkey. Italy, Wales, Switzerland, Turkey. Italy have come in as the second favourites now. How, how, yep. how do you do you like them? No, really, really like Italy. Italy haven't lost in three years. There was a little period where they played France and the Netherlands, I believe, and they got a few draws in that. So they haven't played a lot of high-quality competition. But this is a team that's been moulded over many, many years. I do laugh when people say they're not full of world-class stars. I think if they're not world-class, they're very close. Jorginho is an excellent footballer. Mm. Immobile is having one of the best seasons of his career. And he's not the Lewandowski, Benzema, uh, Harry He's not, Kane but his goal record striker. is... But I'm, there, I'm it? saying he's there's him there's Andre Silva who's been at uh, where was he this year Frankfurt mm-hmm. no uh, yeah there's there's a, there's a crop of strikers underneath the big three and um, they've been brilliant and Italy have got a bona fide number nine compare that to I would say Germany who are playing Thomas Muller there and they can't quite solve that final third issue I think Italy have got a lot of ingredients and that midfield oh, three the reason I put that question out there today quality. probably as well balanced as I've seen since Juninho <laughs> Sen and Diara <laughs> a wonderful midfield three and Marco Verratti to come and Marco Ratti to come. Who for? Won't get Who in. for though? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I don't it's, think it's, it will it's probably play. one of disrupt that balance. one of Jorginho or Locatelli. But I mean, yeah. No, really enjoy Italy. I still think and, Italy um, one of these teams. The, 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 the fullbacks as well um, have impressed me quite a lot. Oh, Spinazzola. Spinazzola's been he's well, like well, uh, Zambrotta live. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just it's so dynamic, and he's had a very good career. Uh, no, sorry, okay, take that back. There were, there were reasons why Juventus looked at him and then obviously he moved to Roma. Uh, injuries have set him back, but he has a lot of ability and he's dynamic, but he's never really had a, a full run of games. But no, the fullbacks are really exciting for them. Um, Italy, I like, although they're still a team. I think that, you know, if they go out in the second round 1-0, you'll be like, well, let's you just forget about them. People tend to get a little bit overhyped yeah. with the group stages. A bit like Argentina under Maradona when they scored the goal of Maxi Gomez and people were like, yeah, in the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember everyone saying, this Argentina team are unbeatable. Well, when we get to the group stages, things get a lot more tight and it becomes quite nervy. I think and, I'd, like, know, I'd like to see how their defence copes a bit of, against a bit of pace. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, so, I think there's a lot of... So, so they're... Their middle, their their midfield three, they're very narrow, and so are the the wide forwards, they're very narrow as well. Insigne comes inside, Berardi comes inside. I do want to see them play against a team that has a lot of width um, or ability to get to get into those wide areas, such as a, I know a, a yep. France or something. But that they can't even they can't even meet, can they, in the final? So they no, have to meet before no. uh, Wales. So uh, oh, yeah, I'm not going to go into the, Wales have been. What I expected, seeing as their manager is, um, is he on bail? Is he on Regarding bail? the, the co- common assault. Oh, he looks pretty hard, to be fair. No, <laughs> Ryan Giggs. Oh, Ryan Giggs. I thought you meant their yeah, current he's, coach. He, no, he was charged, wasn't he? He was done. Oh my God, I didn't. Uh, hang on, what was his charge? Let me just find that out. Ryan Giggs charge. Clearly a wrong one. And I don't think I'd get in trouble for saying that. No, oh, the brother-in-law situation. Um, face charges of assaulting his ex Kate Greville when engaged in controlling or coercive behaviour. Uh, he pleaded not guilty to domestic abuse charges. Wow. Ryan Giggs, he was charged on the 23rd of April with assaulting two women. Terrible. What a twat. Um, so, because he was the Wales coach, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. I mean, so that, we know, you know, th- there's enough there out there about him to, you know, you don't use the C word a lot, but. Yeah, so 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 that's the but that's irrelevant to what I've just said. Considering they, they lost him and took over a new coach, well, so, but you know, they're no, it's not completely irrelevant. Playing well, but they're they're fairly. I mean, Gareth Bale and Ramsey, as long as you, they, yeah, yeah, they're fine. As long as as long as they defensively can can be okay. Yeah, very early stages. Switzerland, Switzerland Turkey, we know. Turkey, yeah. shit. Okay, Belgium, who are one 0 okay. down to Denmark as we're recording. Yeah, one 0 down as we record this to Denmark. Um, Belgium, I like. They're probably not as exciting as when they had Hazard and De Bruyne at their prime. But yeah, I think maybe they're a better team without Hazard because once De Bruyne is in there and Lukaku's gone up another gear, I'd say since their last major tournament, Lukaku and De Bruyne. With a solid team around you that work hard, it's probably as, as much as you need at international. Yeah, you know you don't need a team <laughs> full of well beaters. You just need to be very organised, compact, and have you know some magic in there. And I think Belgium have got the right ingredients. But I don't like Bobby Martinez, so that's why yeah. I never picked them to win anything. I, I don't like a lot of their players. To be fair, I know Thomas Munier turns mm. into like Cafu for Belgium, but I think he's still yeah, just a, yeah, shit. yeah. You do you do get players like that. That would have been a good topic. Yeah, players that put on their international Yarmolenko as well. And grow, grow, you know, eight feet tall. Because yeah. there are a few of them, aren't there? I saw Yarmolenko's goal record for Ukraine is almost one in two. It's pretty ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, amazing. Um, yeah. But yeah, Belgium, I think, will... 
I don't know. Let's. See. I like Denmark in terms of they're winning one nil yeah. now, but I think in the odds they were one place above Turkey. Yeah. And if I was going to pick an underdog, I would have picked mm. Denmark. And I'll, I'll have to wear that hat, even though they lost at the weekend one nil to Finland, which is a shame. But um, yeah, I thought Denmark. It's very, it was very, you know, you know, the situation in which they lost. Though I mean, it's tough to yeah, yeah, I guess, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Russia, yeah, they're okay. They're okay. All, all on, all on bloody. They're all doping, aren't they? Oh, they are, they are. But so, so the Spanish cycling team and Nadal and Barcelona in the peak <laughs> years. But you know, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Group C: um, Holland, okay, Austria, C, Ukraine, yep, North Macedonia. Yep. So North Macedonia will just wipe that. They are out, and they are not looking amazing. Um, <laughs> no, Ukraine and Austria are probably going to battle out for second, but it's going to be decided by this Netherlands Austria game. Yeah, what I say about the Dutch is I'm really disappointed we didn't get to see Van Dijk, De Ligt, and De Vries. Yeah. Is it De Vries? Yeah, yeah. Because De Vries is the best defender in Italy, I think, for my money. Ooh. I think he has been. Do you yeah. agree with that? I think he's been up there. Yeah, yeah. I'll, you could ask your state of play, fellow host. They yeah, went to yeah. Italian football, don't they? I think De Vries is the best in Italy, and then you combine him with De Ligt and Van Dijk, that would have been awesome. And then the midfield linkage of Vinaldum and Frankie, who you know. Well, De Jong, I love for Holland, and then Van Alden can do a job. Oh, Van Alden looks good for Holland, doesn't he? He does, yeah. And then obviously Memphis is Neymar yeah. in that in that Dutch shirt. And they've got w- w- Weghorst as well, who a lot of people are picking. Weghorst has turned scorer. into, yep, 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 a prolific number nine in the domestic game. So, yeah, they've got it all. And then there's Marlon there as well, and um, there's a little bit of, of width on the bench. There's um, Berghaus, yeah. who's had a renaissance in his career, at Feyenoord, who's brilliant. So, the Dutch, I think, are a really good team. It's a shame they've they've had that injury at the back, but... Yeah, Netherlands, yeah, they're going well. Mm. I enjoyed watching and the, them. Austria uh, some good players as well, you know. Sabitzer, yeah, Alaba, I don't, I don't think they'll yeah. go that far. The Lame, Lima yeah. brothers, yeah, you know. Yeah, a comrade. Com- <laughs> comrade and the other guy. Comrade and Stefan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Okay, Group D, okay. this is where the juice comes in. Czech Republic, England, Croatia, Scotland. Yeah, now, look, I'm going to be England. I, I'm just, I lose track of the punditry in this country or just around the world. I think it's just awful. Uh, not saying that we're necessarily much better, but at least I, I put my neck on the line, I have to pay bills with these takes. And I think England were, uh, as a par performance. I mean, you've got on one hand people saying you just need to win the first game of a tournament and the pressure's on, you're, you're at home, just get that win and the, the result and the performance comes later. That's one take. The other one is that this is a Croatia team that is without Rakitic and Mandzukic. Mm. Modric is three years older no than number he was nine. in 2000. No real number nine. Modric is three years older and you're at home. Big advantage. And yeah, it was 1-0 and look at what look at what Italy did to Turkey. Yeah. You know, put them to the sword. So I don't know how much you rave about it. There were some good individual performances, but we shall see. I think it's too early to draw any conclusions. I think it's too early. I think... But you were quite... I mean, but I can live I think, with either take. Think, if someone said to me that was impressive just to get a clean sheet and a win, I, I can England it, have I never won their opening Euro game ever. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. And yeah. considering... So so I, I really take what you're saying. The other side of me is kind of like, well, this is the team that beat them in the semis three years ago. And after they beat them, you had Modric and you had Perisic coming out and being like, well, all these arrogant Englishmen, they basically yeah. wrote us off, blah, blah, blah. I really feel like a lot of the players who were there, even though they didn't play against them, there was noticeably a little chip on their shoulder, uh, especially mm. in midfield. I think, do, do you know what? Back to my Turkey take where I said a lot, a lot of players are going to be tired at this Euros um, and you're basically going to be in a situation where there'll be some defensive counter-attacking teams who have some legs or fit players who will just physically dominate. And I think that's what we saw with Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips. Obviously, Calvin Phillips at, at Leeds with the kind of murder ball Bielsa training. He's probably one of the fittest players in the squad. Declan Rice, I think until his recent injury at West Ham, plays every minute of every Premier League game for the last however long. So you've got notably, you know, physically very in-tune players who I think really dominated in midfield for England. And then I, I you know, that married up with, I was watching France-Germany. Both teams just looked absolutely shattered. It was just so weird, like 60 minutes. I just thought... Cruz just trouncing around midfield, just uh, like in that quarterback role with no pressure whatsoever. The whole French team retreating into their own box. Did the France, France team not sit off purposefully? Because that's the way I they think, play. But I think they with all Pogba, still look. The direct, I don't know. Like, I think back. Germany and France, they both look really tired mm. to me. I don't know. It just and and the, the, what would be interesting even the, is even if, in the the end of the England Croatia game, right? It was just I think they're just sitting in their own half for like fifteen minutes because I think it's a mix of you know they don't want to lose, but I think a lot of teams are also quite tired. 
This is seven games in 28 days, though. And I think yeah. you need to manage the workload in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would hope that we see some rotation in game week three. You know, if you've qualified two out of two, do you keep momentum building and keep playing to win and keep the team together? Or do you actually rotate for freshness? We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Anyone? Um, you, I mean, Scotland and Czech Republic, the crazy goals from Schick. That was ridiculous, wasn't it? Yeah, but... I think Czech Republic are a slightly better proposition than Croatia. So I think that'd I be think a tighter game next Tuesday. Second. Um, so, yeah, but they've got a bit more about them, I think, this year. Group E, I think this is the worst Spanish team. This yeah, is my... Hot, well, look, it's not a hot take because everyone's saying it. And I've, I said it after nil-nil. But this is a team in the odds that I saw they were seventh, yeah. I think, and they, they might still be seventh to win it. And that's the only team I'd feel comfortable laying. Yeah. So this will really come back to haunt me. If there was one <laughs> team I would lay... To not win the Euros, it'd be Spain. Luis Enrique cannot see in a month of Sundays. Well. He's not not yeah, giving Moreno. Yeah, I just don't any think minutes. they've got the personnel. I don't think they've got the talent. Uh, Moreno should be their number nine. I don't quite understand why it's Morata. In my opinion, uh, maybe that will be fixed for the next game because Moreno's had a stellar season in Villarreal. So I, it just looked quite toothless to me. Mm. Slovakia, Poland, any uh, Slovakia? Um, quite, no, yeah, Hamšík rolling back no, the years. No. Yeah, who's moved to Trabzonspor and. Uh, Poland with Lewandowski. Just no, the, I don't have a lot he of wasn't great, but they they're just, just there to yeah, make yeah, the numbers yeah. up. And then obviously the group of death, which is stellar. Yeah, I mean, Portugal, France, Germany, all good teams. If Germany can fix... I thought Germany worked it quite well. I thought the they looked third, all right, they, yeah. they did, they did. And they just need to find the answer in the final yeah. in the final third. Said a few times. I think the answer is Perverts was buzzing somewhere around. in Sane. between... I think it's somewhere in between Miller and Gnabry. But do you know what? I hated what Joachim Lowe did in that he, like after 60 minutes, he kind of panicked and started chopping and changing a lot. And so few times the coach does that work where you like, you bring on like three different forwards, replace it all. And they've got like 20 minutes to basically click. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. I prefer that though, than what Conte did. Let's talk about Conte. I'll never forgive him when they played Shakhtar in the group stages oh, this year when they never made it out. And he threw on four forwards and they all ended up getting in each other's way. <laughs> Because once four forwards are on the pitch, it's just ridiculous. You seem to lose control of the game, and you're just hitting direct diagonal balls from everywhere. I hate that. And what, what so, do you think of Kimmich at right back as well? Do you think he should be? in Oh, it's a shame they have to play him. Yeah, but it's a shame they didn't have Goretzka. You know, they need it. Gundogan looked yeah, a bit the, overran, and Cruz looked on his own in the front. Yeah, game. yeah, Goretzka will be an addition. Yeah, I think Germany looked okay. I still question though. I know he done the business in 2014, but why is the finger sniffer still in a job? Well, he's going to be out of a job, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, who uh, flicks taking over, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think, but I don't know why he's still there because they got knocked out Germany by um, I can't remember now the group stage game and oh, they yeah, lost yeah. to the last World Cup. Who that was again. They just look a little bit past their prime. Yeah, that what about Portugal so, and France? Yeah, no, a lot to like about Portugal. I, I, when you're keeping Andre Silva out of the team as a striker, Jao Felix as well. Ronaldo, you know, yeah, some depth. Yeah, but Fe- Felix is another one I've told you recently. All the pundits, three players to watch this this tournament. <laughs> The three names I heard, I listened to 10 Euro previews before this tournament started. About 10, 8 to 10. Everyone mentioned Chiesa, um, Gravenberch, and who was the guy I just mentioned? Jao Felix. Jao Felix. And it's just like, the guys, they don't start for their international teams. I don't think people have realised that Jao Felix started the season as probably the best player in La Liga. Got COVID, got a muscle. Suarez then came and in. After in squeaky COVID. bum time, Simeone never trusted him. Yeah. When the, when the money was on the line and they were going for La Liga and to get over the line, in crunch time, he went for Correa and Suarez. Yeah. And that says a lot about his trust for Jalfi. Yeah. Still quite and a look, way away. Ten, 10 minutes to go, no goal for Portugal. He doesn't come on. That Andre was Silva a real... Rafa, Rafa Rafa that shocked me. Yeah. Now, that is something that shocked me. I knew Jao Felix wasn't a key cog to that Portuguese team and he hadn't had a great season the second half of it. But when he didn't come on at nil-nil, two subs... That was like, wow, you've used all your subs and Jao Felix doesn't come mm. on. So it's not just Simeone doesn't like no. him. Clearly the international boss thinks no, no, he's no, stepped no. back. So that's a dagger in the uh, Jao Felix um, career for the short term. Mm. But still, obviously, wonderfully gifted. But that was really interesting. Rafa Silva was good when he came on. Yeah, he was. He was good. Very quick. Um, so so I, like, I like Portugal a lot and France, obviously, and yeah, Germany. So that'll be a good group. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Who's going to win it between Portugal and France? I think. Well, I think so. I think those are the two favourites. But I, think really I quite like Italy as well. Outstanding takes. But, you know, I, I don't ever bet on outrights because usually you need to win a penalty shootout to win one of these tournaments yeah. or a golden goal. There's going to be tight games where luck gets involved. That's so hard football. to kind of forecast. So I like to bet wise. game by game. Mm. Um, 
Well, we've got a couple segments as well for this podcast that we've completely forgotten about, and it's already gone 50 minutes in. What we're oh, going to do is, is two segments. One's called Pets... We're going to chop this down and use this for next week. Probably. <laughs> it's called Pets Peeves, and then we've got Auntie Panda as well. So Pets Peeves, one, one time a week, I'll be choosing something that really pisses me off, talk about it for a little bit. Mm. And then Auntie Panda, we're going to have people write in to panda the agony aunt we're not really set on the name yet auntie panda i don't know does that really work um and pete you're gonna you're you're gonna be talking about people's dilemmas so pets please i've got my first one and i don't my housemates won't be listening but when someone finishes with the toilet roll and they don't replace the toilet roll on the toilet roll holder and they just leave the toilet roll on the side like on the radiator Mm. really Mm. pisses me off i think it's just not it's it's not acceptable is it You've got to take How it off interesting. and you've got, to, you've got to put it back on and then put it back into the toilet roll holder. That doesn't really worry me. Really? I'm so not, you, you, can really there, use... you can sit right. there doing a poo mm. and you can see mm. like three or four different toilet roll cardboard inner tubes just lying around on the floor mm. and it doesn't bother you at all. I'm not, do you know what? You may laugh. I'm not a toilet roll man. <laughs> I don't do you have a bidet? No, but I would just literally bend over the side of the bath and just give my little rinse of the shower head. Why? <laughs> Just because if there's some hair down there, things get matted. You want hygienic. Oh you want a hygienic approach. <laughs> yeah, but all right. So what do you do when you go up? Just, like, so all right, if, if number, number two hits and you're at a restaurant, what do you do? Oh, then I have to use toilet. Have to. But then it's in a metal locked box, and at that stage, you know, it's on a massive. Um, yeah. What's the word? It's a massive roll, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. The peeve, the peeve doesn't really hit you here. So you would never see someone just leave it like that. And if they did, I wouldn't blame right? them because you have to. You don't have the key to unlock it. Yeah, fair. So that's it. So I can, yeah, I can see that pet peeve. But if we live together, I would probably be causing that pet peeve. Yeah, you probably. Well, maybe you wouldn't because you don't use toilet paper. Yeah, but if if I went in there and it was just empty, I'd just leave it on. <laughs> yeah, but the point is, if it was just me and you that lived together, I'd I'd have I'd never run it exactly. out, would I? You'd never run it out, and I'd always re- no, I would to blow my nose. That ah. could not. I'd go in, blow my nose, flush that down the toilet, and leave it empty. So it would happen. Mm. Mm. Yeah. All right, uh, time for Auntie Panda. Should I read this out for go you, on. or do you want to read it out for yourself? Read read it for me. Okay. I, I can't remember. Dear Panda. Thank you mm. for your dating advice a while ago, which yeah. was to play poker with my holds and to stop texting beautiful women. Six months later, and I haven't heard mm. from them yet, my dating mm. portfolio collapsed quicker than football index. Mm. Why has this happened? Is it because I am mm. ginger or maybe it's because I watch too much football? Hopefully you have an ace up your sleeve for me. Many thanks. Chris slash ginger index. Okay. Sorry to hear about that, Chris. Um, Look, it's not to do with the ginger hair, I can assure you of that. There's many attractive ginger-haired people, and ginger is quite unique. So put that out of your mind, that's too negative. What this is about is the fact you've written in this question to me shows just a touch of neediness and insecurity. And let me tell you that women like dominant men. Oh, yeah. Now, you need to start directing and not asking, Chris. So rather than say to these ladies, oh, hi, could you just get me a glass of water, or could you make me a sandwich? You say, hey, I need you to get me a glass of water. Hey, I need a sandwich. Do you see that subtle change in tone? I see the subtle change, but hold on. He's looking at, he's not living with these women. Fine, same thing. If you're at a bar bar with them. If you're you're talking to a girl that you're dating and you WhatsApp them asking for a glass of water in an assertive way. Obviously obviously not WhatsApping, but there's a time I'm giving you examples here. Okay. Hey, my place is free tonight. Come over at eight. Okay, that's better. Not just like, would you would you like to hang out over the next few days? I've got every day spare. It's just they're going to run a mile, Chris. And I've seen the way you WhatsApp and text. Okay, (laughs) that's point number one. Point number two: the famous question. Oh, when a woman asks you what do you want to eat, and you're arming and ahhing, you're showing indecisiveness. No, it's not the right way to go. We are going to go to insert the restaurant. Right. And if the woman says to you like, oh, but I don't like that. Say, look, I'm getting my shoes on. I've got a table booked for eight. I'm going there. Come with me. You enforce it. And number three, just check bratty behavior. And they'll like that. You know, not, not don't do a Ryan Giggs on them, uh, on, on the lady of question. Don't please go that far. But, you know, it's just about showing an element of strength, I think. And, and that's the way. And I think that's what Chris has been lacking. And it won't work for every woman, but there's the 80-20 rule, the Pareto principle. <sighs> well, listen, I think that's some... <laughs> questionable slash okay advice 
if you if you do if you do want to write in for next week's segment dm me or dm panda probably me because i'm better responding to dms because he's a bit of a boss yep i'll answer any question for you um yeah anything anything to do with anything whether it's dating or food or life yeah i can help he can you know he'll answer it in good an, an average an average way um should we should we answer some questions Let's try and get through a few in the next five, ten right. minutes, and then we can... Um, so I, I actually had one from yeah, the Discord, I'll... which is, Pet, how is your hay fever? Want to update everyone. Mm. So I went to my local mm. market, Stroud Green Market. I bought some local honey. I was like, mate, does this solve my hay fever? He nodded quite nervously. So I bought it, six pounds for the jar. And I've also got myself fexofenadine. Fenadine? Fenadine. Fexofenadine, 180 milligrams. And I have to say it's working. Both of those are working well at the same time i've extended my prescription to fexofenadine and i'm going to continue using it for the rest of the summer i think and that's me that's me and hay fever so if you're suffering Good. over fexofenadine 120 milligrams you can get over the counter but you need a prescription for 180 milligrams i actually called 111 and said i'm dying of hay fever help me they gave me a telephone consultation within two hours and i had the prescription on the phone within 20 minutes of the consultation so don't suffer alone with hay fever Go and get some fexofenadine. Go and get some local Good. honey. And do, uh, and do what you want with your summer because it won't hold you back anymore. Good fig. Pet. <laughs> Made to change that. Go on. Good. Um, oh, what are the questions here? This is one for Justice for Pony. Is just a guide for regret stabbing a world-class content creator like Show Pony in the back. Question for Panda. Are you using this as a stepping stone to get yourself on a primetime food show on ITB BBC? So, Guy, do you regret stabbing a world-class content creator like Show Pony in the back? Well, I've never, ever stabbed Matthew oh, in go. the back, ever. Right, um, right, right. He's a world-class content creator. A world-class media. You've never stabbed him in the back? I've never stabbed him in the back. Okay. No, no, no. What about you? Are you using okay. this as a stepping stone? Am I going to have to find a replacement? I, I am. This 80, is a stepping stone. I, um, yeah, I want to move into uh, food-based shows, national radio, or some other bits and pieces. So <laughs> this is just, yeah. Some other bits so, and pieces. I enjoy talking to you. Yeah, exactly. So this is um, Yorkshire Pierlo says, Pet, if you weren't English, what nationality would you rather be? And what's better, North or South Pole? He said, if I wasn't English, what nationality would I be? Yeah. Don't really know. I'd probably be Icelandic. Why? I love the people of Iceland. Um, I often get on with those. I- so can someone fact check you know, this? Apparently in Reykjavik, right? Because, you know, Iceland's never been... In- it's very expensive. It's, it's very expensive. But apparently Iceland's never been invaded. So there's a lot of the same blood and genes that have been flowing through Iceland yeah. for a while. So I'm not saying there are a lot of inbred people, but apparently there's apps there. If you go out on a date with a, a young lady or a young man, you can check whether or not you're related with them. It's young lady, young man, or young... Him, he slash him. She slash her? Yes. And then what's what's the um what's the they. Ones, ones? Oh yes. yeah, very yes, good. Yes. Yeah. I tell you who I heard the other day, Sprint. Nikki Bandi- Nikki Bandini, do you know who no. that is? Formerly Paolo Bandini, a writer of The Guardian who liked American uh, Football. As if you thought as if you thought that I would know who that person was. Okay, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. My track to record um, thought I'd know who like this NFL writer would yeah, be. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Okay, fine. So fine. anyway, Iceland, apparently you can check. You can check yeah, uh, whether or not you're related to someone. Someone can fact check that. Maybe I'm being stupid. Go on. Okay. Uh, North or South Pole, I'll get back to you next week. I've got quite a lot to say on the polls. Okay. Um, uh, Jim Johnson, after the recent debacle of Sporting Panda's lunch rating, what meal deal would both of you pick from a supermarket for lunch and what's your strategy? <sighs> um. So I've got two go-tos, really. Go on. So I'm going to go for it. Tesco's my go-to because that's that's cross the road for me. So, chicken Caesar wrap, mm. and then we're going for the paprika max ridge cut crisps, and then we're going okay. for like a, an orange Lucasade. Or right, we're going for a tuna sweet corn sandwich, prawn and cocktail crisps, and a coke. Those are the two go-tos, okay. really. Good. What I will go for is I will go for a pole uh pole line tuna baguette yeah. or the tuna and cheese melt toasty from pret I, I would get pret delivered most weeks if i'm not cooking my my own or domino's you've seen my lunch choices they're quite <laughs> got a couple questions about that to be fair <laughs> yeah um so but if i'm having to force to get a meal rather than cook something delightful i'll go for the tuna baguette sweet and salty popcorn Ooh. apple fizz i think it's called oh, yeah. or apple and grape fizz something like that and a brownie bar brownie mm. bar that's healthy yeah, yeah. um so there you go. fi big dosser 
given your obsession with food, pick your five-a-side of players whose names relate to food. Marks for team composition and dietary composition as well. That is tough, isn't it? Food-based. Barry Venison is one that comes to mind. I think your name was Venison, wasn't it? Snodgrass. You can't eat Snodgrass. What is Snodgrass? Well, it's a footballer. Yeah. But I... and what about... What about... Oh, do you know what? I, I actually, this is really, really tricky. This is so hard. Patrick Berger. Yeah, I like that. On the left. Barry Venison. I don't know if he was right or left. Um, Massimo Macaroni. Oh, that's good. That's good. Massimo Macaroni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat Rice as manager. Yeah, Pat Rice as manager. <laughs> De- Declan Rice. Rice in central midfield. Yeah, Pat Rice and Declan Rice. Massimo Macaroni. Barry Venison. Patrick Berger. Um, that's probably that's, it. Probably that's all it. I can think of. Can't think of any others. To be fair, I can't think. Of oh, any. I tell you, I tell you one: a ball-playing centre back who is better than David oh. Luiz, Frank Leboeuf. <laughs> Danny Drinkwater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Water, yeah for the drink. Yeah, there you go. This is the type of thing. Yeah, quality that. I'm just cokey, coke. Okay. <laughs> Fi Gardner as pan- Kevin Lasagna. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, as Panda is evidently a leader in the world of gastronomy, can you kind of suggest any fresh ideas I can make for my lunch whilst at work? Sick of ham sarnies, a bag of crisps, and an apple every day. My f- my favourite lunch is uh, gammon, as you saw, which started this whole national obsession with my lunch. So, <laughs> so I would cook two gammons. I'd have a gammon sandwich. Jesus Christ! Two pieces of gammon, right? Use those as your bread, and then put a hard fried egg and a ring of pineapple in the middle of it. Disgusting. And then you can wrap that in cling film and eat it when you get to work. That's and so it, bad. You know, everyone loves lunch chat work and what you got for lunch. Like the women used to obsess over my tuna sandwiches at lunch. The um, women used to obsess? I used to work in the city. Yeah, they did. We just come over and say, what's that you got there? And I'd say, oh, tuna and cucumber sandwich. They love lunch chat. Mm. Trust me, if you're eating a gammon sandwich in the office, you're going to get a lot of attention. And that is such an easy in. So once you're eating the gammon sandwich, you then slip into pirate chat. And before you know it, you say, hey, I need a glass of water in my gammon sandwich. You're assertive. And then Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. You've got a a date. date. Speaking of dates, Tonic says, uh, or F.I. Tonic, formerly F.I. Tonic, Mm. who sent me Mm. some very nice gin the other week, actually. Question. You're on a date with... Did you pay for it or was it free? Um, we exchanged, so I exchanged oh, okay, some um, some opinions on some things. Oh, uh, he, yeah. he needed some help, basically. And I helped him out and he was like... What on? Or was it no comment? Uh, something to do with NFTs. Oh, right, right. fine. Okay. I can't say anymore. Um, he says, you're on a date with Zara McDermott. What drink do you buy her to be a gent? Can I just... So apparently, our, our favourite um, D-less celeb has had a boob reduction and enlargement simultaneously. No. So apparently, so this is what I've been told by one source. She, one of her breasts was quite a lot larger than the other. And also they were quite, she, she said in an interview, they quite, they, they hung quite low. I always thought they were quite nice to be fair. Anyway, apparently one was quite larger. So she apparently had the larger one reduced to a certain level and the smaller one enlarged to a level to, to make them the same size. And slightly more less hangy. Sorry, I, I haven't. I, I haven't seen. I need that. to do some research on this. I need to do some research. Um, just buy a sparkling water. Really? Yeah. Not porn star martini. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy any drink. I would say, hey, I need. That. You know, that, I would never ever buy. Well, I would, but you know, this is contradicting the advice I've given to Chris. Is it though? To re- it's not at all. Not it's sure. not even slightly. I need to think about this. This caught me by surprise. Sparkling water. Sparkling water, okay. Yeah. And I think we'll have to do questions more next week, won't we, for time? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've got uh, two very got one quick more. ones. Two very... We'll get to these earlier, I think, in the future. F.I. Dentist. Favourite yeah. sauce at Nando's? Um, garlic. And then Robbo says, best skills to learn in spare time for jobs CV? <laughs> Maths, English, public speaking. Do your public speaking. Talk in the mirror, record it, send it to me, and I'll critique it. Photoshop. Yeah, tech. Something tech. Pub- you, you, if you can, if you can, p- if you can speak publicly in front of boards, and you can be composed, and you can deliver messages. Communication 
goes a long way. Mm. So I'd practice communicating. Absolutely. Maybe come on for a week, be a guest on this for 10 minutes. Potentially, yeah. You know the, you know the prize I was offering for what the, was the, the prize? prize of my lunches, which I was absolutely disgusted with because on the Thursday, I put up a Domino's lunch because I thought that is so easy. You can go on the app and you can find the price and still nobody got it. But anyway, it was going to be a walk around Virginia Water Lake with me. Oh, that's lovely. If anyone wants to find me, you can always find me at Virginia Water Lake walking around in the daytime. You'll see me with like panda um, sort of clothing on. So you'll catch me there if anyone needs to see me or find well, me. Why would you have panda clothing on? So people recognise me and know who I, I am. I see you're going to start doing that every day. I'm there most days walking the dog around it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair, fair. Uh, I drive there. So yeah, that's where you'll see me. So if you want to meet have me. Have you got a um, customised number plate with panda? Uh, P4 NDA. Do you actually? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that would have been so weird. Absolute yeah, last no, I one. I MG Coys. Go on. got two and I feel feel bad not to answer one of them. I will answer these. Will Spurs appoint a manager? Do you know what we'll do? We'll start picking one that didn't get answered and give it like five minutes at the start. Yeah, because if you're going to write, if you're going to go to the bother of asking questions, I want to answer it. Will it's Spurs appoint a manager in the next week, month or before the season starts? Say that again. Will Spurs... Oh, I don't Have know what seen? Spurs are doing. Have you seen? It's just... Look, the, the fans were booing at the back end of the season. Prices are too expensive for food and drink. They should have won something under Pochettino. I loved that team. It was my, one of my favourite all-time teams that never won a trophy. You know, with Rose and Walker, Vertonghen, mm, Dembele, Kane. So, just adored that team. And it's really heartbreaking to see where they are now. And I think they have effed it big time. And I don't expect to see them back for a long, long, long time. Their only hope, in my opinion, was Antonio Conte, pay him the big bucks, build around Son and Kane for two or three years mm. and just go absolutely balls to wall, win it now and worry about the consequences later. But if you're not going to go for Conte, a proven winner, then you may as well just do a whole effing rebuild and sell Kane this summer because it's just pointless. You think Kane's gone? Uh, oh, 50-50. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. Well, I think that's all we've got time for. Indeed. The first ever episode. We thought we said 40 The, pi- said, the pilot show. I can already see after this some bits that we can keep some, in there. Some green shoots, some sprouts. But you just have to sometimes start these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it off the ground. Anyway, we will mm. have a sponsor next week. I yep. got my package in the post today. I got mine as well. You'll have, um, you'll have heard it on loads of podcasts that have a male-related yep. demographic. I'm going to use it in the week as well to um, yep. make myself look uh, look even more handsome. Tidy. But nice and yep. tidy. Um, but thank you very much, everyone, for listening. If you've got any feedback for us, please do DM us, let us know. If you liked it, let us know if you didn't like it. Tell us what you didn't like. <laughs> if you guys are on Apple iTunes, please do leave a review. And you can find Panda at Sporting underscore Panda on Twitter. And you can find me at P-E-T-B-E-R-I-S-H-A on my personal account. Or you can find me at F-I-G-U-I-D-E as The Fig, where I'll be talking, well, I tweet mostly about getting you to write about football next year MPs. But, you know, we'll see where that story goes and I'll keep covering it. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Have a great day.